Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. This is the ContenderCast. It's Justin Hahnemann. We are shining a light on bright ideas today. We're talking uh, products. I'm super excited. I've got Fabian Edju on today's podcast. Fabian, it is awesome having you on the ContenderCast. Hey, thank you so much, Justin, for having me. I'm so excited to be I know. I was looking forward to this one. All right. Well, I look forward to all of them, but I was especially looking forward to talking to you. Um, all right. So Fabian, for those that you don't know Fabian, out of Wisconsin, by the way, um, is the co-founder and CEO of LeanServe and has just launched a very, very cool new product or a new solution called Handtalog. And we are going to talk about that today. It's the Handyman's Digital Catalog. Bobby, and let's start with how did you decide to launch this company? Kind of what was the, the idea behind it? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, so in 2015, I decided to quit my job because I didn't feel like I was making any contribution and uh, I was not getting any professional growth. So I decided to quit my job to start my own business. Wow. And this was after, after, <laughs> yeah, after retiring from the military, right? Wow. So I said, okay, let, I'm going to go back to school, use my GI Bill. And uh, it's actually at school that uh, I got involved into a program called the Student Startup Challenge that I felt like they had a program that really called me in in uh in business you know it called me by name wow so uh it's through that program yep it's through that program that uh, actually learned about how to start a business how to assess your business idea okay and i started and i decided okay just go ahead and do my own start my own business so um that's how uh, i met also my co-founder because you know, I also put together a Milwaukee Lean Entrepreneur Meetup Group. This gentleman came to my meetup group um, because he was transitioning from uh, corporate world to trying to figure out what else to do. And he came to my meetup group. We met and we were at a crossroad where we were all wondering what to do and we decided to move along together. So that's how the whole thing went. Wow. It's amazing how things work out sometimes, you know? And so it's interesting. Yeah. You were you were in like the... You know, it's a, your background is supply chain, but then also you spent time in HR. And now here you are right. launching products. So, I mean, was that... <laughs> I love it. I love it. Was that a, a difficult move or was it just natural? Uh, I think it was more natural because, you know, the underlying... Um, reality is here that I was born in Cameroon, Africa. Sure. And growing up in a, in a very, uh, in a poor country, you have to learn how to survive, right? Um, so at a very early age, we had to learn how to sell stuff on the street of the road. And so that's already entrepreneurship 101. Uh, so it was just natural, I would say. Yeah. Wow. So I, I, I have to divert. I have to go dig a little deeper on that. So how did, how <laughs> okay. does, right? I mean, how does one break out of that cycle? In other words, if you were selling things on the street in Cameroon and here you are now starting your own company, I mean, and launching what we're about to talk about in a few minutes, Antelog, how does, how does that happen? Well, you, you have to just put stuff in perspective, right? Um, when you look at where you came from and you feel like, man, I went from nothing to all these huge opportunity where you just don't see the end. You're like, why not seize the, the opportunity? And I knew that I had the skill. Um, so 
transactions were already natural, but now it was just a matter of starting to be structured. Uh, so one of the things that I did was uh, I bought a lot of books to try to educate myself to make sure that I get them, I get things done properly, and uh, just also trying to re- uh, mitigate some of the risk that comes with starting a business. So that's how naturally it did happen. Wow. Uh, and do you look back on your time? What uh, you look back at your time in Cameroon, and uh, what do you think were the, some of the keys to kind of breaking out of that? That kind of that the culture that you were in and and being to where you are today. Um, the you know what uh, what really made it the key for me was the key thing uh, the fact that I actually started uh, living on my own at a very early age okay. when I was thirteen years old. Oh wow! Thirteen so at thirteen years. Yes, <laughs> tell, wow. tell me about it. So at 13 years old, I had to learn how to be an adult, right? So, you know, for me, when you actually have that um, at a young age and you see this opportunity and you feel like, you know what, I'm not just meant to just be told what to do. I would love to make an impact because of the opportunity that I see in front of me. Um, It would be unwise not to use it to try to make a better impact, not necessarily just for myself, you know, because I feel like I've been given so much. So it's just, it would be not uh, wise to not take advantage to make an impact. So that's how the break that you're asking about really came into being transformed into a cause, a purpose. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, we could probably spend the, an entire podcast or two just talking about that, right? I mean, living That's at true. age 13 yeah. on your own and, and, you know, you think about, I can think of a lot of people that can't imagine their 13-year-old living on their own and <laughs> here you are, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love hearing that. And I love the whole idea of having a cause and, and be thinking about purpose. Uh, wow. Um, all right. So you meet up with some colleagues, you decide you're going to launch your own business. <laughs> you just quit the other job because you're going to do the entrepreneurial yeah. thing and here and then you launch a product or two and then so tell us about how you got the company rolling and then and, t- and then let's lead into this discussion on hand to log yes absolutely so um when, when i decided to launch the company i really didn't know how to call it because i had several ideas in my head um so i said okay every single product every single company out there is solving a problem right so um if if companies are solving a problem, is either they have either a product or a service. So that means they are re- re- minimizing some waste. And the concept of waste, waste mitigation comes from lean. Right. right. Lean manufacturing. So that's why, correct. yep, that, that's how the name lean came about. Got it. So lean I serve. said, okay. Yep. That's right. So I said, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm not really a lean guy certified. Let's just call it a bunch of services and products. So I say, okay, we're gonna call it Lean Service. Unfortunately, every you know the the name Lean Serve or Lean Services was already taken. So I just chopped out the E, you know, just serve with S E R V, and I said, okay, I'm gonna call it Lean Serve because everything is trying to make process better. So and it's going to be man, it's going to own products and services that are making things better. So that's the name Lean Serve. And that's why Handylog, the Handyman Digital uh, Catalog, is a service that is owned by LeanServe. 
Got it. Okay. All right. So let's now... Uh, that's awesome explanation. So let's talk about Hantalog. Um, I'm on the website. We talked about it earlier and looks like a very, very cool proposition. Talk about how you decided you're going to launch this Handyman's Digital Catalog and how you decided this is going to be something that was one of the products under LeanServe. Yes. Um, so two years ago, we decided to remodel our um, living room and uh, we had a chance to talk to... Um, friends and neighbors and we they recommended this uh handyman uh he came to our house and he ended up doing more than just the fireplace that we hired him to do um he did excellent job so at the end i actually asked him so what else can you do he said he can do nearly anything wow i'm like wow <laughs> um and then i said okay show me any any work that you've done before he said he doesn't really have a way to capture uh, that type of work and I'm like, man, this is a waste of your talent because people need to know that you are a very good uh, handyman. You have the skill set. And he also told me that my project was the most enjoyable. So as opposed to him going from one project to, to the other without having the option to choose between the one that he actually does enjoy. Sure. I told him personally that you need a platform where you can actually truly express your craftsmanship. And I say, I'm sure there are many people out there just like you who need a platform. So that's how the whole uh, Hantelog came about. Um, so the way that Hantelog works is it's just a platform where a handyman can um, manage multiple projects, they can track expenses, they can showcase their skill based on the quality of the picture because we do match them with uh, professional photographers that, so that they don't have to be doing all those on their own. It's really cool. I mean, I I, I think about, um, you know, if you're looking for someone to do a project for your home, and, you know, I'm looking at the app here and first of all, you can look at progress on a project you might have ongoing with the, the contract. You can schedule time or see the schedule of the contractor. You get notifications, of course. <clears throat> uh, most important, you know, you can look at ratings from other uh, individuals that have used that contractor and read reviews. I mean, like, and then rate projects. Like, this is really cool. I mean, I can think it's you know, it's a very cool platform in terms of connecting, you know, the buyers and sellers. In this case, it's homeowners and contractors. Exactly, you got it. And uh, think about it. You know, when you look at um, you know at my com- competitors, right? They tend to also uh, frame this whole thing that their value proposition is that they do background check. But you can have a background check on anybody, and let let alone contractor. But that doesn't give you the insight about the skill set. You know what kind of work they do. All it's telling you is that this guy is not a, a, a bad guy, right? But it doesn't tell you that this guy is excellent at what he does. So that's where I actually uh, set myself apart from my competition. I said, okay, you have to make a decision, and it has to be an informed decision. You have to be able to read what, what other people think based on reviews, but yet you have to be able to see what kind of work they are able to do and then make that decision. Then you make an informed decision at that point, right? Not just opinion based on reviews, not just ratings, not just a background, but you have to be able to uh, assess and judge the quality, the work quality. And um, just taking pictures with cell phones don't do any justice to also uh, to the contractors. So that's why they have to work with photographers 
to bring um, you know the true quality of their workmanship to life. I could see that. Well, and you know, someone that <clears throat> goes to the website here or downloads the app is probably going to ask, "Well, how did you create this? So, how did you figure out how to create the app?" <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> it sounds easy, you know, but I, I think a lot of people a- <laughs> don't know where to start on that one, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And uh, I wouldn't blame them. You know, the the, the thing is, <laughs> at, at some point, I actually did some programming, but it wasn't my thing, right? So, um, so what I did was I already have the uh, the basic knowledge, but I did not. It's not something that I pursue. So I went through some of those uh, platform. I don't know if you've ever heard of Upwork. Uh, yep, of course. Um, it's a platform where yeah, where you can find like freelance freelancer. And just you know, drop the project and say this is how much I'm, I have for the budget of this. Anybody out there who has the skill set, and then you start you know looking at the previous work, and that's how I ended up hiring this um, uh, team of individual who ended up building the platform for me. Yeah. So for those of you that haven't ever um, done a project like this, or you've never had to hire anyone to do technical work for you, Upwork is just an awesome platform, Upwork.com. And and it's basically a connection platform between you, for in this example, trying to build an app, um, and those that are out there that do that kind of work, right? And they do it freelance. Some of them have day jobs, and they do this on the side, right? I mean, Fabian, this is a great way to connect with people. Yeah, mainly for startups, right? Because they don't really have the too budget. many financial resources to pay Yeah. And you can just set up, um, you know, the uh, the cost. It could be either uh, an amount that you say, okay, I only have X amount, or you can say, okay, I'm willing to pay hourly. Uh, and those are the things that you can negotiate uh, with the person who's going to work on your platform. Yep. So, all right, you got the app built and whatnot. So what's been the key to getting it rolled out and get people using it? Yeah, for now, what um, it has primarily be the you know the word, uh, word of mouth um but another thing that i've done was i've attended a lot of um, home improvement shows um so what i did was you know I, I would go and take the listing of every single vendor who attended the home you know how they always have the list right so what i do is i take that list and then come back home you know really enter every single name one at a time on my keyboard <laughs> and then email blast everybody. <laughs> so wow. it's, uh, you really have to grind. It's a grind. You have to do it. Um, unless you have, you know, a lot of money where you can hire a uh, marketing firm. But if you really want to do it on your own, you have to be a little bit more, a little bit creative to make it work. Sure. And has, I guess the key is getting the contractors on there even before you get people using it, right? Correct. Yep. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. It. And also the photographer. And, and another thing that I'm doing is because I went back to school. So I really want to connect also the uh, students who do art. Sure. Uh, like photography. Absolutely. Here because they know what they're doing and they're not that expensive. Wow. And it's just another source of income for them. So it's a, it's a win-win. That's great. And is it a subscription model for the contractor or for the individual using the app? No, uh, it's free for individual using the app, but uh, contractor and photographers have to pay. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and what makes it a lot different from any other applications out there is that other company will charge for leads. Unfortunately, it. you know how it goes. You know they can charge you for lead that doesn't end to 
anything else. Got but it. with Hantalog, all you have to do, you pay your monthly subscription. If you can have 1,000 leads and 1,000 opportunity, you know, I will not charge you any additional cost for that. Got it. Oh, that's great. So um, last but not least, like what have been some of the, if you had to pick two or three like lessons learned or, you know, things that you have, have gone through (laughs) or bridges you've crossed in in launching (laughs) this product or the, your company, like what would be some of the, what would be those two or three things that you'd want to share with others that, that you've dealt with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, some of the things that I would definitely uh, recommend for, starting a business to every single entrepreneur is really educate yourself, right? That should be the very, very first thing. Um, as, you know, after buying a certain number of books, some have been extremely helpful, others not, but there's always something to learn. Otherwise, you're going to be making so many mistakes, right? Uh, one of the book or one of the methods that uh, helped me even through the process was the lean startup. Ah, so what yeah, that tells you is before, yep, before you actually start spending money on anything, on any idea, go out there and start asking people to validate whether they have a problem and if they would be willing to pay for it. Right. So <laughs> it's only when you point. have that certainty, right? Yep. <laughs> exactly. So if if you don't, if some, nobody is willing to pay for your service, in the end, you just have a hobby, right? So that's how, that's why it's very critical that people, um, mainly entrepreneurs, go out, you know, educate themselves first and then try to apply what they've learned uh, and be willing to make mistakes. And that's how you learn and grow. Sure. I love that. All right. So educate yourself first. I love the idea of the Lean Startup. That's a great book. Uh, what would be one more? Well, another book that I would absolutely recommend um, you know, is uh, you have to always understand that you are an individual. So um, the go- the book that also helped me and ground me as a person, the title is Lead from the Heart. Okay, because something that we always we tend to, when you start talking in terms of business, sometimes you forget that you are dealing with human beings. You are dealing with people. You are dealing with real people with real issues. So you have to be a leader to be able to usher people where towards uh, something that's going to make their life better. And it takes a special set of skill set to be able to do that. So that's why you don't have to only focus on what's good for the business, but also your human interaction with others. It's absolutely a very good book, uh, very simple, easy reading, uh, but it, it has that um, essence of why you should actually be in business in terms of a person, uh, not just a transaction between somebody who's giving you the money and the platform that they're using. So that would be a very good book that I would also recommend. And then another one would be um, uh, the business model generation um, <clears throat> because this one would give you a big picture of your entire business into only one page. Uh, you can actually just lay out your business into one page before you start investing or writing your business plan. So the business model generation is a very, very good book. It, it tells you what are your costs, what are your revenue into one single page. Um, it makes you think very uh, 
very deeply about your business. Well, that is such great advice. And I mean, you really have an incredible story. And I am super excited to see where this goes for you. And I know our yeah, listening absolutely. audience is going to be excited to to follow and to engage with you. Um, how can our audience find you, connect with you, you know, and get in touch with you and, and so forth? Yeah, um, the, you know, they can look me up on LinkedIn is the primary um, social media platform that I use because it's very professional. Uh, so if they, they look for Fabien, F-A-B-I-E-N, Edu is E-D-J-O-U, so they can find me. And if they want to stay in touch, you know, ask additional questions, that would be wonderful. I, I'm always willing to share any knowledge that I have. And that's one of the reasons why I put together this Milwaukee Lean Entrepreneur, so that I can start sharing some of the knowledge that I've learned through this journey, because the knowledge is worthless unless you share it with others. Oh, um, golden so advice. That's why it's very, very... Knowledge yeah, is I mean, it's worthless, w- it's worthless unless you share it with others. Um, wow. That could be the bottom line absolutely. of the podcast today. <laughs> seriously? <laughs> God. Yes. No, seriously. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean, think about it, Justin. You keep your, something in your head. What good does that do to, to you or to, to the world? Absolutely nothing, it, right? I couldn't agree but more. If you, share, <laughs> if you share, it can make an impact. It can become something more, uh, more important, meaningful, not only for you, but for the whole world. That's why sharing is really a good thing. Um, and that's why I try to make myself available to other entrepreneurs. If they have any question, anything that I can do to help, I'm always willing to help to the best of my ability. Wow. I, so, Fabian, I mean, like our big idea in this podcast is like to shine a light on bright ideas. And I think that might be like one of the top one or two thoughts or ideas of all of my podcasts. I, I think that is so huge that if you don't share knowledge, oh, what you. good is it? Right? I mean, oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> well, you have to. I am so thankful and glad you came on the podcast today. For those of you that want to learn more about the Handyman's Digital Catalog, you can also check it out at handtalog.com. It's H-A-N-D-T-A-L-O-G.com. Fabian, it's been awesome, awesome having you on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's been a pleasure. And uh, anytime you want to have a simple chat, a conversation, please um, just ring me up. It's not a big deal. I am in. All right. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the ContenderCast. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.